he gossips about them. It was terrible all over. He's he's a foolish little bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the Books and Bumrolls podcast. I'm Paulette. I'm Juliette. All right, let us start. <laughs> What? Nothing. So today we're doing uh, our last Emma adaptation. Oh, I forgot. 1998? No, 2009. Oh, I'm confusing 1998. Yeah. <laughs> It's Pride and Prejudice. 2009. Yeah. BBC also adaptation. So they do a great adaptation. Oh, like, there's miss. no one better than the BBC. Like, they do it eh, so well. We might disagree on that. No, I'm talking about TV show. Don't compare uh, it to a movie. I like it, but they do the thing that kind of bugs me. Which is? Kinda, it's modernization. It's making it more palatable for modern audiences. Making something with the modern audiences in mind. Well, give me an if, example. Uh, the hair, the speech, the clothes a little bit. But nothing outrageous. No, of no, the of course not. Yeah, at the end. The kiss scenes, the head on the thigh. The head on the Lord. lap, yeah, yeah, too much. Would, nev would never have happened. Harriet crying openly about Mr. Uh, do you remember that? Crying openly about Mr. Elton Marion. Oh, yeah. In front of Mrs. Weston and Emma. Yeah. And Mr. Knight in front of everyone. In front of everyone, she was weeping and Mrs. Weep. Bates was completely oblivious. Wow. She's Mrs. Bates. She's Mrs. Bates. Bates. Miss Bates. But I don't think it's that much. I mean, what did you find wrong no. with the hair? Oh, for they go for the generic uh, low bun, uh, period low bun. I always see that and it always bugs me. They never respect the period appropriate hair. And they go for a sort of generic, poor pulled back hair with a few ribbons and a low bun. This is it. So that's that's wrong. That's very wrong. And what bugs me even more is that some characters do have the period curls, the period regency ridiculous Harriet. curls. Harriet right. do them. Uh, Mrs. Elton did. And then others don't. I don't like that. I just don't. Okay. I like it when, even if something might look ugly or ridiculous to modern audiences, you keep it because it puts you in the atmosphere. It is true. Yeah. As they did with uh, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, yeah. Jennifer Lee had the uh, small, tight curls. The, the but dull curls. At the beginning, she doesn't look right, and then you just get used to it, and she's beautiful. Yeah. But other than that, I loved this adaptation. I really loved it. It was very, very enjoyable, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I loved it. The thing is, I'm biased, again, because I found one that I love more. That's all. The latest movie. Yeah, the latest movie, I think, for me, will be always be my favorite. Will go down as my favorite, Emma. I do love the movie, too. I just think that the TV show has the advantage of having more time. They Absolutely. take their time. They can explore everything. They can mm. even add small yeah. details that weren't in the book, weren't in any adaptation, are added here, and it's oh, a good thing. Like what? I think things with Emma and her father that make him look vulnerable and how he needs her. And self-aware. At some point, he calls himself a foolish man, yeah. which he never does. He doesn't no. do in the book. He is selfish and all that, but the fact they added this small little thing that he is aware that he's a hindrance to her life, and he knows it. He just can't keep himself from doing it. Now that you mentioned Mr. Woodhouse, I like that here they show this in such a way that we understand his reasons. He's absolutely traumatized by his wife's sudden death. They added that too. Yes. They added small... When he says uh, mothers die, and that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, like uh, mothers die in childbirth, and this in childbirth is it. childbirth, and this is uh, his conclusion from his own experience. Because from the book, he's not a very intelligent... He's a kind of a feeble-minded man. I think so, yeah. 
But I love this Miss Wardhouse. I do love him. He's such a soft cookie. Would you like... say he's your favorite? No. Still I would the not. Movie one, really? I, I think the movie one was so funny. I like the tiny bit of ridiculous injected in the movie. Mm. Of the very energetic, athletic, and fashionable Mr. Woodhouse. <laughs> athletic. <laughs> he was jumping down the stairs and, and walking in such a way you'd think he's yeah. in a marathon. And still being the invalid, seeing Mr. Perry every day. Yeah. I, I like that contrast. Exactly. Yeah, this one is has the ridiculous side, but has the endearing side also, yes. almost equally, so that you never hate him. Absolutely because not. there is this small little dose of self-awareness, which mm. is important. The fact that he knows the weight he adds to Emma's life, mm. how, how he's keeping her a bit from uh, being young and just, you know, traveling mm. and all Having that. Having any sort of life. Having, and this is my favorite, uh, oh. my favorite Mr. Woodhouse. Because, uh... Because you, know, you like when, soft old men. <laughs> yeah, but you know when I read the book, I told you, like, I imagine Mr. Woodhouse being kind of like an old lady, not even like a little... And this one... It's true! Yeah, this one wears uh, some stuff on his head, kind of yeah. lo sometimes looking like a turban, <laughs> some things like that, and the shawls on his uh, chest yeah. that make him a bit of boobs. <laughs> And the way he's tubes, it's, uh, yeah. I, uh, he's amazing. And he kind of sits with his legs together. Exactly. I love that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, The whole, amazing. uh, the actor is amazing because the whole body language gave off such a soft vibe. I loved it. I loved it, don't get me yeah. wrong. I just prefer the, uh, the originality. The energetic one. The energetic one. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do it just with Mr. Woodhouse. They did it with, uh, Miss Bates being so big and, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you don't imagine Miss... Here, as we see Miss Bates, this is the Miss Bates the that Miss I imagine. The, the perfect one. She has a bit of sadness, of uh, misery attached to her. Although, I felt like she's more sad here. Yeah. Than in the book, even. In the book, she's ridiculous, she's talkative and all that, and we know that she's fallen on hard times, but... It's not the main thing about her. The main thing about her is that she's bothersome. <laughs> But here, there's really a sadness to her life. Uh, a bit of a tragedy around yeah. her. Yeah. I think especially because the mother, they added that. The mother doesn't say a word. She has that face. Tragic, like... Um, dead? Like she doesn't want to be alive. Not dead, like she doesn't want to be alive. Oh, really? You didn't feel that from the mother? No, I sort of ignored her most of the time. She was yeah. like an accessory. But they, no, but they, it's not like uh, they didn't film her. They were shots on her. Yeah, but she was so silent and absent. That but not I... absent, like, in a indifferent way. No. no. In a, yeah, someone that's treated like, almost like furniture. Exactly. Although we discover at the end that she knew how to talk. She knew. She was just keeping it in for no. some reason. I think she couldn't place a word. Oh, man. With her daughter. When? When is she going to speak? Yeah, she's not. Or maybe she's really terrified if she starts speaking. Yeah. Her daughter will speak even more. And be yes. the house of madness. If it's oh, not already. If it's not. But really, they added this uh, sadness to her even in her house. I never oh, imagined this poor. I think it was too poor. Especially knowing that everybody in the village brings them anything they can without it but seeming looking food. like charity. No, but I'm sure they would be able to send repairmen or workers if there need be. It looked dirty. It looked dirty and and the low ceilings. But the low ceilings is uh, what it was, I think. For yeah, the it gives such, a, such an oppressive feeling. Yeah, oppressive. Oh, Lord, it was terrible. I think it's the whole thing. And even Miss Bates, in her chatterbox way, she had sadness to her. Like, she would have this uh, accelerated speech and then stop oh, abruptly yeah. and then have this sad face. 
Yeah. I think none of this is in the book. No, no. She In the book, I think it gives us the impression that she is a woman that has fallen on hard times, but doesn't she doesn't let it, anything of it get to her. No. And she's still happy and satisfied yeah. and friendly and charming and good and kind. And that's what's very appreciable about her. This one gives a bit of desperate... Even her speech yeah. gives a desperate feeling, as if she's trying to cover a situation. Exactly. Yeah. And talking about things that they added... There was also things that made me feel for Emma because Emma is really a, a character that I do not like. I feel nothing for her, no kinship, nothing. I don't understand yeah. her. Because we don't have anything in common with her. But who does? Like, uh, spoiled children. Yeah, but... <laughs> who, who, like, like the, those who grew up in such a privileged... Actually, they say that, I think... Uh, her situation is so privileged in comparison to the other uh, situations that are linked to her, to her own. And I love that in this movie they did the link between Jane Fairfax and Frank Churchill and Emma Woodhouse. They all lost their mother, but see the situation Emma found herself in. Mm. She found herself very fast with a second mother, with a kind father, and whereas she doesn't have anything to worry about. Frank had to move with an aunt that hated his father, and Jane Fairfax had to live on charity, nearly. So talking about things that good things that they added... There's a lot of shots of Emma kind of roaming the rooms, the empty rooms. Yes! That a really feeling of, this is her life. And she sees and her father is on his usual chair sleeping mm. during the day. <laughs> <laughs> napping. Napping. And do you sound so envious? Napping in front of a chimney, I'd love that. <laughs> it sounds very prosperous, yeah it does. Yeah, but y you feel for her because really, Emma is a character that you need to feel for. Because she's really not good. <laughs> to be understanding good towards, yeah. Although this Emma is so much softer than the book. Again, I and think it's from the cast. Yeah, the cast. And I think, no, they, they soften her all over. She's more earnest. She's a very earnest character. She's very kind. Uh, she's not nearly snobbish enough. That's why I love the new Emma. Because we see the snark and the snobbery and the manipulation more. I agree with you, actually. Mm. Emma from the movie is more faithful to the book. Definitely. Yeah, she's very conscious of uh, class divisions. She's snobbish. She has that edge to her. This Emma is all softness. She's sensitive. Uh, you see her, for example, when she goes after the uh, the uh, Mr. Elton debacle. She goes yeah. to Harriet to tell her that uh, Mr. Elton proposed to her. So he had Emma in mind all the time. And it was, uh, oh, embarrassment. Yeah, but she goes to the school, like near the school, and turn, turns back as if hesitant. Mm. As if she doesn't have the courage. The heart. The heart sure. to go tell all that to Harriet. Emma from the movie, not completely heartless, but as if, yeah, just... Um, yeah, something happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, let's get it. Uh, yeah, get over it. This one was groveling a bit to Harriet. She was groveling. She was trying to encourage her with kind words and really tenderness nearly. Tenderness. Which, yeah, I, it doesn't feel... Right. But this Emma, all over, this is her character, so it's great anyways. This is a new version. Yeah, this makes uh, this Emma more palatable to me because mm. I always had problems with her cruelty because she mm. is, she has a bit of a, a mean streak to her. I wouldn't say mean, con a conscious mean streak. I would say rather she's unconscious. She doesn't realize the power and influence she has over people. She's very flippant about it. I so she, she plays with people. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think she consciously knows that she can hurt people. She I just does she it. I think she doesn't care. Because mm. let's take Harriet's example. Mm. How could she not know? Because when you think about it, really, let's imagine. And in real life, that's how it would happen. Martin, Robert Martin, would not take silly Harriet back in real life. 
there's very little chance that he would take that fool back <laughs> when she came back at the end of the movie, at, yeah. the, at the end of the story. Here, of course, because it's a Jane Austen novel, he takes her back, they get married. But really, he shouldn't have. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, she threw him away when... Uh, when he wanted her, yeah. in preference to someone else. All of this because of Emma. How could she not know what this would mean for Harriet? This would mean a life of solitude, of poverty. Not poverty, she's, she's well set. No! Harriet. She would have no. stayed with Mrs. Goddard all her life. Yeah, as a teacher. As an assistant or something. Mrs. Goddard, relatively, it's a good life, relatively, for a young woman of no means. Nothing says that she's going to have a pension for all her life. They provided for her education. Meaning, why would you give her an education? Because she's mm. destined to teach, probably. Not really to teach, just she has a place to stay. All she's her set. life, she would have stayed in the school where she grew up. Yeah. What a dreadful prospect. It is terrible, but it could have been much, much, much worse. She's but safe. could have been much better. Not, no thanks to Emma. No thanks to Emma, but I can argue that from Emma's perspective, mm. warped as it is, uh, she sees herself as this benevolent benefactor. Yeah. That is taking place uh, Harriet to places that she would have no access to. She's taking her to higher society. So she, from her perspective, she really took this much lower than herself girl as her friend. And she's introducing her to much better society. From her point of view, it is that. And it's true. Harriet would never have set foot on a ball or in a great house like Hartfield. Or any of the great houses she went to without Emma. So, from Emma's perspective, she's given her great um, opportunities. Okay, she has access to higher society, mm. but that's not the society she must live in. That's the mistaken Emma's thinking, that she doesn't see that most men would not take Harriet, because she really puts it in her mind that she is gentleman's daughter, and it will be revealed very soon. She decided on that, in her head, without any proof or reason, mm. just because she has a generous allowance, she decided on that, and then built the whole decisions she made on that. Taking her in as a friend, uh, changing her attitude and her manners and her wardrobe as if she's doing something amazing from her point of view. Taking in this last gentleman's daughter and bringing her back to her rightful place. Which was never, I mean, it's completely yeah. twisted thinking. It's absolutely twisted thinking and very childish, which is, which is Emma. Because she doesn't, someone who never had anything to vex them. And I think if you grow up not vexed, um, with no difficulties at all, you never grow up. That's, that's it. Yeah. You just stay a child because if you don't take few slaps in your life. Yeah, it's always, it was always surprising to me that she does not see the harm she does to Harriet. As it happens, Harriet will probably have a life after all. I mean, a good life. But mm. she was on the brink of uh, depriving her from obviously what this girl needs. I mean, um, a husband and, yes, a, and, a, safe and a family. She doesn't have a family. I mean, mm. But yeah, you were talking about the, the, the houses. Most of the time we get the feeling of these kind of sets of museums. Houses being like museums, and yeah. they don't look f lived in or warm. Mm. And in this case, oh. the set of Hartfield, particularly, I saw the extra about the locations. Yeah, It's amazing, but you get a feeling in a movie, and you don't realize the hours and hours of thought and work and enormous teams put into it. And it's just amazing, because it translates really well. You see it, and you feel it. And the whole feeling of warmth and a lived-in place, a beloved place. Open and sunny. Yeah. And, and feminine. The, yes, uh, the flowers and the wallpapers. Everything was absolutely perfect. I don't know if I might risk this, 
But yeah, I think it is the most beautiful house I ever saw in a mm. in a period movie. No, better than think. Downton Abbey. Better than oh, Downton Abbey was really intimidating. Yeah. The museum type of place. The museum type of yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let me think. Yeah, it rarely happens where you feel oh, I would love to live here. Sometimes you're just yes. impressed. Remember, like yeah. from uh, Pride and Prejudice, Netherfield. Yeah. Impressed, but too, never would like to live there. It was too grand. It doesn't feel like a house. Yeah, the Bennett's house. Lovely, but not this lovely. This was this one combinates amazingly the two, uh, which I didn't think was possible to make is... a grand house a home. It's either a small, cute cottage is a home, and a grand house is a museum. But this one made the two together, and they and show it, was... it very well. There is uh, tracking shots. There is even one that comes from the stairs and follows Emma and Harriet down the stairs to the rooms. Uh, one comes from the garden into the house. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The facade also is very beautiful. Very warm, yeah. Very warm brick. Now when it comes to Danwell, which is a bigger house, more mm. impressive house, but very Mr. Knightley-like. Yeah, very, <laughs> very duty. Ma- and it doesn't feel lived in. It doesn't feel because lived he pr- in. He doesn't. He doesn't. As he lives Mr. Woodhouse the Woodhouse says, <laughs> Mr. Knightley yeah. likes being at other people's house, but we don't. <laughs> He can be mean, Mr. Woodhouse. You can see it sometimes. I don't think he even knew it was mean, Mr. Woodhouse. He just says it. You know, I find the similarities between Emma and Lizzie. Lizzie is a very likable character. Emma Mm. is not, in my eyes. I know many people like her. I don't. I don't find any uh, redeeming qualities. I only find them in this adaptation Mm. because of what the actress brought to it and because of what they added also. Mm. You know, they insisted on things like she never travels. Uh, She never traveled. Mm. She, uh, her sister had five children and she never went to London not once. In this adaptation it is insisted upon and we see that Emma feels it and she's kind of ashamed before Mrs. Elton when she has to say that she's, she's never yeah. travelled. She never and, went out of the house. Yeah. yeah, and Mrs. Elton is supposed to be this well-travelled woman. Oh man, we'll, we'll get to her. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, I find the similarities between her and Lizzie because Lizzie also pretended, I mean, thought herself to be a, yeah, a good studier of human nature. Yeah. And yeah. she was wrong. And she was wrong, it's true. Emma is wrong all the time, not sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Emma fucks it up completely and constantly. That's the only difference. Even in small details, you see that Mr. Knightley, who doesn't pretend anything, just sees the truth right away. I think because he's uh, on the outskirts of society, of... Especially here. Mm. He's always shown to be more... That he doesn't talk as much as the others. More of an observer. He's sitting there, observing, watching. He's always walking, maybe, at the back of the group. And Emma's always at the center. She's the queen bee of the little kingdom. She cannot see... She doesn't have the perspective that Mr. Knightley has. Yeah, like, he doesn't have a dog in the fight. And for Mm. her, like, thinking stuff about Mr. Elton, if she thinks he's destined for Harriet so she can't see his faults because it would ruin her matchmaking. Uh... Exactly, fantasy. Although, when I think about uh, Mr. Knightley disliking Frank from the beginning, I think it's not that he doesn't have a dog in, in the fight he had. <laughs> it was a bit of jealousy. Yeah, it was. Which but is no, 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 weird. he disliked him before knowing him. He did because yeah. because he really, actually, he, it's weird, he knew before even knowing him that he wasn't what a man ought to be. He knows that he has the power to do things and he can see kind people like the Westons being badly disappointed by this attitude mm. and the little shit not doing anything about <laughs> it. Yeah. So, and everyone was trying to 
kind of uh, manage Mr. Weston. Yeah. Because I think Mr. Weston is a kind of a Mr. Woodhouse, you know, feeble-minded dude that we have to manage. His wife, Mrs. Weston, kind of... Mm. Uh, you see her trying not to vex him mm. because she had the training with Mr. Woodhouse. <laughs> <laughs> she knows she how to him. know not to vex feeble-minded men. You see her signaling to Emma, let's say, do not say this in front of Mr. Weston about Frank Churchill, although we all know that his son is a little shit. Yeah. But, but he must not can, hear it. You can understand a little bit From that this man had to abandon his son nearly. And I'm sure he's, he must be feeling very guilty oh, you think? about it all his At life. At the time? Oh, yes. He must have been feeling horrible. I don't think for a man it would have been horrible to abandon his child. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so, but in this version, it's shown as if he's... Even in the book, even in he's the book? so so very eager every time to show him off and it's to see true. him back. Uh, that you can understand that he just wants his son back in some way, so that he doesn't feel as if he abandoned him completely. Yeah. He still has a son. So I understand why everybody will be a bit more tactful with it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm. So we talked about uh, Emma and Miss Woodhouse, Miss Bates. Mr. How about Miss Knightley? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what do you think about him? Should I go first? Okay. Yeah, go at it. Because I feel like that, like we don't like him. Not, I don't dislike him. I'm indifferent to him, sort of. Mm, I'm gonna say something that's gonna shock you. I have a glass of water. <laughs> and outrage you. <laughs> don't throw anything at me. I like him. I'm going to strap you with a straw. The best. Really? Of the three we saw. Explain Even... yourself. <laughs> Even better than the movie, uh, the 2020 movie. Okay, go at it, why? Not him on his own, the dynamic between him oh, and Emma. Yes, okay, I get this one. The Gwyneth Paltrow movie, there was a weird brotherly thing going on at the beginning, yeah. and at the end it switched off to lovers. It was yeah. kind of not, not good. At all. Then 2021, there was a weird sexual tension from the beginning, nothing brotherly. No. Uh, the, he didn't look old enough. Although you said that the actor was 36. I don't know what they're the eating. The exact age of uh, Mr. Knightley. Yeah. So he's just, he's youngish looking. Good for him. <laughs> and it was good. Yeah. It was a new take. Definitely. Like everything with that movie, mm. the 2021, a new take. This one, nothing brotherly, uh. but a familiarity that seems so mm. deep. Because their fights are real fights. True. It's not scolding. No, it's, it's not true. scolding. It's, it's, not, it's a fight. They shout. Okay, you're right about that. Emma shouts at him. They shout at each yeah. other. But this one, you feel kind of a deep friendship. Yeah. This I like. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I totally agree with you on the dynamic with Emma. But him on himself, I found him a bit bland. I don't know. I liked him. I like that he was slightly balding. <laughs> if it weren't for that, I think he would look young too. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, who didn't we talk about? Harriet. There's one word you said to me about her that what? summed up this Harriet so very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a mess. She's a mess. <laughs> Harriet is a mess. This Harriet is... But here, I didn't like it. Not that I didn't like Harriet. I didn't like the way she fizzled out. Yeah, disappeared completely yeah. and suddenly. I, I didn't like that. There was no closing no. act at all. No, no. Kind yeah. of... Uh, there was the whole thing build up, build up. The Elton stuff happens, and then after Mr. Elton, and then after Mr. Elton, we have the Frank, the Frank Churchill, Mr. Knightley yeah. confusion. And after that confusion, that's it. Uh, and yeah. actually, I would say third and fourth episode, she was almost gone. Kind of died down without without any reason. With the arrival of Frank Churchill, Emma was spending um, more time with Frank Churchill. Yeah, and I didn't like the complete. Uh, she's such a silly mess. 
There's nothing to her. There's nothing. But there was never anything to her. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the book, it's uh, it's faithful, but it's not enjoyable to watch at all. You can feel she's the kind of girl, if a dude smiles at her, she falls in love. Oh, he's done. And she definitely thinks he's in love. You and know, she's the planning she, their wedding. The way she was so sure about Mr. Knightley, yeah. I was like, but did, did, does she know something that we don't know? Talk to her about farming. About if crops. this isn't like sex talk, I have no idea what it is. But it is for you. You would love someone <laughs> to talk to you about crops. Why would I love that exactly? Because you always talk about the weather and stuff. Rain is coming and the potatoes are not going to be good this year. I don't know what you say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You well, do maybe. say stuff like that. <laughs> am I right or no? You know nothing am, about it. But I'm right. It's instinct all of this. It's either you're born a farmer or you're not. For sure. Farmer's wife. Yeah. I liked when... Um, I liked Mr. Martin a lot. I told you that. Like, the two movies we watched. Yeah. And I think even the first movie... Yeah, two movies and this series, they always found a farmer face. Oh, yeah. What is that? I don't know. Do they write into the casting, you must look like you might far be farmer in another life? Or probably a real farmer. I don't know. <laughs> they do look like farmers. Yeah, such But Emma called him clownish. He didn't look clownish. No, he looked pretty. You know what? He looked... But ten times better than Elton. He was tall. Yeah, he was yeah. handsome. He was handsome. You know what? Better than Mr. Knightley. Actually, better than Mr. Knightley. Yeah. What am I talking Dude, about? Dude, is he the most handsome in the movie? <gasps> Lord in heaven, I Robert think he Martin. is. Robert Martin wins it all. <laughs> Lucky Harriet with her curls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, then we have the arrival of uh, the long-awaited Frank Churchill. We didn't talk at all about Mr. Elton. Mr. Elton? Oh, Mr. Oh, Elton! Lord. Okay, I have something about Mr. Elton that what? I absolutely adored. I have no idea if it was intentional or I must apologize to the actor in advance. Are we going to talk about the sweat? Or the yes! The sweat. They give him a bit of a sweaty quality yeah. around yeah. always. He's sweating. And I love it. I love it. You love the and sweat? No! You love crops and the sweat. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, no it for, goes uh, with the farming crop sweat. Okay, right, right. You're like a hard-working oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, people, if anyone is, uh, you, you know, wanting to write love letters to you, maybe, love emails. Oh, so What are you going to say? I'll just... <laughs> Please don't listen. I'll give okay. out your address, your email, and you can write to her. Just talk to her about uh, crops <laughs> and about how you work in the dirt. How you work the earth, not the you earth, know what you say. How that you work the land. It doesn't sound so bad, you know, no, keep going true. on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, getting a sweat on. Okay, good, good going. I may you be know, a mess. I, I think... What did you say, Atlas? What was the last thing? I didn't hear it. Something very crucial. <laughs> what did you say? You heard it. I didn't hear it. Eat ass. What? What? Oh my lord, I'm not into that. <laughs> You are. You said so, it last time. It was very moving. I'm supposed to be the filthy one. Like, one of us has to be clean. I can be filthy when it comes to you. I can imagine stuff horrible I'm going shit. to call for help. Oh. Like, this is emotional abuse. No, but it was really a moving moment when you talked to us about that. About your passion. I was talking about... Oh, my Lord. So you said you liked uh, the sweaty Mr. Elton. It was so disgusting. Like, why in God's green earth are you sweaty? You're a vicar. Everybody, everybody's okay. He writes a sermon once a week. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you the don't rest work. of the week is flirting. <laughs> Apparently, and run into London to get girls' portraits framed. Yeah. It doesn't seem to matter that much, religion. <laughs> it's a job as any other, it looks mm. like. That he must be sort of a guide to the community. Sort what of, as in... guide? He doesn't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just partying all the time, apparently. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a party animal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mr. Alfred. sweaty like that, yeah, he must be dancing and shaking it all night. <laughs> shaking it? Yeah. Oh, when it, when it comes to Mrs. Elton, when he brings her back and she talks to Emma, oh, I said to Mr. E, don't give me two carriages, yeah. don't give me great houses, just give me music that oh. full. But really, like, he's not going to give you two houses, yeah. <laughs> two carriages and great houses. He's a vicar. He doesn't even have one carriage. Shut the fuck up, bitch. doesn't even have a house, right? It's yeah. a vicarage. Yeah. If he dies, I don't think she, she goes out. As it happens to, to Jane Austen herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I was going to say out. to Miss Bates. To Mrs. Bates. To Mrs. Bates. Yeah. She, oh, Mrs. Bates used to live there. Must be hard. To see where your old house. Yeah. Oh, you think it's the same? Oh, it's probably yes, the same house. It is the same. He was an old vicar in Highbury. You know, I would feel bad if you're the new vicar. I think I would take her in. Like, if what? I could. No, not, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't feel that bad. <laughs> to take Miss Bates in. I said Mrs. Bates. I didn't say Miss Bates. <laughs> the mute. I'll take... Who's mute between the two of you? <laughs> Mrs. Bates, I'll take her. Okay, come on. Mrs. Alton uh, is a great one too here. She has such a rude quality to her. That you really want to slap the bitch out of her. Yeah. But as always, in every adaptation, Mrs. Elton is magnificent. Yeah. I love the one, the anorexic one from the 2020 movie. Oh, yeah. I think she's I the love best. Her. Yeah, I think so. Because, uh, again, I like the kind of touch of ridiculous they uh, inject in some characters. And she yeah. was so ridiculous. I liked it. I think this one is uh, pretty. This one is too pretty because she doesn't look as desperate as the other one. Mm. This one, when she blabbers about married woman and married life. It doesn't quite fit her physique because you'd think, why would she be so desperate to be married? As if and with the vicar. Exactly. And she as has in, money. Yeah. As in, finally, I got it. The other one you understand. You understand. Yeah, she looked kind of desperate. Yeah. There is one thing that I hated here, and it's uh, something that exists in the book, but in the book you imagine it's somehow different. When they talk about someone, and he's just there. Oh yeah, I disliked it. It's just not realistic. They do it a lot, and she says outrageous stuff that <gasps> she must have been called up for. As in saying, uh, uh, we are in need of elegant company. In front of everybody. Oh, this is that not was... the worst. This could be because she said, uh, I can't wait for Mr. Frank Churchill to come because we are in need of young and elegant company. Yeah, it could be. We are in need of... Maybe she's saying, like, everyone yeah. is mature and old here. <laughs> I don't that, know. Yeah, that was still... But she said something like, Mr. Elton uh, told her that you must remember oh. that people in Highbury are unsophisticated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that at the picnic. It was... Horrible. It was horrifying. Uh, another thing. At uh, Hartfield, in Emma's house, saying... In Bath, we would have served dinner by now. Yeah, I and didn't like that. It was just too rude. And there's many, many instances like that. I don't like it when they don't really respect what was etiquette at the time. Mm. And in this version, they don't respect it at all. It's out of the window. No. I liked in the 2020 movie when they made it so sharp. They respected the the stiffness of the society so much that they made it a bit ridiculous. I loved it. It's kind there of there was an instance that I didn't like in the 2020 movie, oh. and I think it would ha- I, I don't think it would have happened. When Mr. Elton got angry at Emma in the carriage and shouted, Let me out! Let me out! Yeah. That would, no. I don't think so, yeah. In the middle of nowhere. No, he wouldn't abandon the lady. And abandon yeah. her. Yeah, definitely not. You know what? First of all, I don't think I don't think she would have been oh, in the alone with him. Yeah, he's a he's a vicar. Because Dickless. I don't. I, yeah, Dickless. He's Dickless. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, not when it comes to party <laughs> animal, Mr. Elton. <laughs> yeah, his dick is very much alive, apparently. <laughs> Uh, talk about uh, nicknames. Did you find something for oh. uh, Frank Churchill? This Frank. 
Yeah, so we have Little Bitch Frank. Little Bitch Frank, which and is uh, Ewan the, uh, McGregor from yeah. uh, the Gwyneth Paltrow movie. And then STD Frank, which is from 2020 movie. And then this one. Yeah. I don't know. I'll call him uh, Pretty Face, uh, Pretty Boy Frank. Pretty Boy Frank, yeah. I think it fits quite well. He's a bit, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just a pretty face. He's a bit foolish. <gasps> so foolish. Yeah, foolish Frank. Mm. I'll call him Foolish Frank, I think. Or, or Weak Ass Frank. Yeah, Weak Ass Frank is good. So this week has Frank, uh, he, contrary to the one from the 2020 movie, he has no sexual thing to him. At all, you don't understand. You don't understand uh, what's the attraction for uh, Jane. The instant attraction for nearly everybody. Every woman, rather. Mm. You don't understand it. No, he's pretty and amiable. You know, the quality of a Mr. Bingley. Yes, the uh, good manners. Superficial. Exactly. And then if you scratch the surface a tiny itsy bit, such a brat comes out. Such a teenage little shit of a brat. Lord in heaven, especially this at the at Downward Abbey, the strawberry picking party. <gasps> How oh, behaved. my lord. To the host. To the host. Mr. Knightley was there. Yeah. And he didn't say, let's just say good morning, good no. afternoon, say something. Nothing. He was just throwing a tantrum. Exactly, throwing a little bitch tantrum. But I liked how uh, Emma managed it. G- gave it back to him. Like, yeah. just go have some cold meat or cold beer and <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> And still he kept it up. Uh, like a child. Exactly. Unaware of... Uh... Read the atmosphere. Read the room, Frank. Oh, he never could read the room. No. And then he... At the downhill party, he kind of gets Emma to into his stupid schemes of not reading the atmosphere. Well, Emma naturally is quite good at that. At Box Hill, you mean? Yeah, at Box Hill part. <gasps> that oh. was... So, okay, this is obviously the worst scene. The one you feel the third-party embarrassment every time. But you know what? In this adaptation... It wasn't as terrible as the others. It wasn't as terrible, because in the 2020 movie, they took their time. And Emma realized her mistake right the second she said it. But she said it kind of Without having thought about it. Yeah. This one this said one... it with a laugh. Exactly. And I didn't like it. Because ah. it was it was kind of... It looked like a mistake. The other mm. one looked kind of mean. Mm. And I like the meanness in her. Because it's more faithful it's to more the faithful book. It's more faithful to the book, yeah. She, Even she's if not it's not great, she's mean, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, 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 she's not made to be likable. Mm. No need to do it. But this one, it's great. She, she It goes with the whole character. It would have been weird if she... She became me yeah. in a second. This one said it in a foolish manner because of it's the influence like, uh, of foolish Frank. It was like peer pressure. He's a bad influence. But she was laughing. It doesn't yeah. seem like she was faking the laugh. No, no. But he was That's not saying thing. anything funny. He was At saying. All. Imagine someone speaking on your behalf and saying yeah. stupid shit. Imagine yeah. me in a group saying, oh, she told me. To tell you... Oh, now that you did it, I yeah. really want to slap him. You would react. I didn't tell... Bitch, sit down. Sit, sit your ass fuck down. up. I didn't say anything. And please excuse him. <laughs> and you know, as a lady at the time... She, she could she, oh, oh, she could have set him up in such a way, and he would not have the right to do You know who would have... Who? Lizzie. Oh, Lizzie would oh, have done it in Lizzie such a beautiful way. Lizzie would have straightened him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when you miss the... Uh, the sharp wit. The sharp wit of Lizzie. And she always keeps her manners. She never goes out of the bounds of what's respectable to do. And she does it so well. Everybody wishes to be a Lizzie in moments like that. Because that was bad manners. Definitely bad manners. Uh, like Mr. Knightley said, he's not what a man ought to be. A gentleman ought to be. He compromises women. He gossips about them. <gasps> It was terrible all over. He's he's a foolish little bitch. <laughs> I think it's official. We never hated a character as, as much, much as, as Frank, Frank bitch ass Churchill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> yeah, 
this is it. It's going down in history, ours at least, as Frank Bichas Churchill. No, it's really. a beautiful nickname for him. Now, when it comes to Jane Fairfax, oh, I disliked her from the get go. Right. What did you dislike? Oh, she was so shy and missish in this, and a bit timid, mm. and she had a bit of shouty quality to her. When she was shrill, setting, yeah. When she was sitting down, uh, trying to protest, Miss uh, Mrs. Elton, she did it in, in a screamy manner that I absolutely disliked. Jane Austen, uh, Jane Austen, <laughs> uh, Jane Fairfax is this sort of composed, very calm, well mannered person, and in this one, she's timid and shy, and you wouldn't understand why. Why on God's earth would Emma, beautiful, amazing Emma, be jealous of this one? No reason at all. It's true. Uh, this this I, I didn't like it, her at all. The most perfect one was the twenty twenty one, definitely. But she had the calm, composed, reserved manner about someone her. Someone who could be one day be a governess, be in other people's houses, yeah, and behave because she might, as a governess, be mistreat not mistreated, but not treated equally, like definitely. Mrs. Elton treated her like a lap dog but she would ha know how to handle that since she's she destined for it mm. and she knew all her life that she would be destined for that life mm. so she would know how to live with people that think themselves superior or are superior and maybe you know she would know how to um, how to manage them definitely because as she would mrs be, weston would because she would be in the difficult situation of not being quite a servant mm. and not being a friend one of them she would have to know exactly how to deal with these situations and this one does not at all. No. She keeps silent, keeps silent, keeps silent, and then explodes. Exactly. Doesn't work like that. What did, what did you think of her? Well, I kind of, uh, yeah, felt that it was absurd the way she was shouting at Mrs. Elton, but I enjoyed it so much. Because Mrs. Elton was so outrageous to her that it was needed that someone would shout at her. But I would have liked some Lizzie moments, as Jane Fairfax would have been very much able to deliver. Mm of sharp wit and the balance of respectability, so much so that Mrs. Elton would not have been able to answer back because she hasn't been... Jane Fairfax wouldn't have been anything but correct to her. Mm. But in this case, with the shoutiness, mm. she would have been able to set her back because she's been impolite nearly. Yeah. So I would have wished for more maturity from her. But for me, it said something that was wrong, said it almost right. Yeah. yeah. Why? Do you know what I'm gonna... Yeah, definitely. Uh, regarding Frank, her yeah. relation... Exactly. Yeah. Because it's... in the book, that beautiful, composed, intelligent... Jane Fairfax accomplished would accomplish would not be with Bitches Frank. No. Here, this kind of Jane, we might see her with Bitches Frank because mm. she, yeah, she exactly she doesn't have all those qualities. She's sickly, she's poor, and she's not that beautiful. Someone Emma might be jealous of. Exactly. Here we don't yeah. see there's nothing to be jealous At of. All. And she's so uh she's uh, so slight and sickly looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a little bird. And shrill. Exactly, yeah. like a little bird. She had a quality that was weird. Oh. To me. Yeah. She looked like a cat in heat. Lord. She looked a bit in heat. She looked <laughs> like uh, she has... Okay, I'll give, you an example. I'll give you an example. Okay. Completely silent. Almost rude to Emma. When the first encounter when Emma came to the cottage to see yeah. her. Not to see her. She yeah. encountered her. She didn't know she was there. But she sat down and talked to her. Uh, Jane Fairfax wasn't given anything back. And then, when yeah. they call her from the street to talk about the ball, the, pro the plans for the ball, she becomes so overexcited that even Emma doesn't know what to say to her. Oh, really? Remember when uh, Bichas Frank calls her with uh, Miss Bates from the window? Yeah. And he says, like, and Emma says, you know, you're calling Miss Bates? She's not going to give you any sensible advice. But yeah. they do come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Bates oh, and uh, yeah, yeah, Jane. Yeah. Okay. And Jane is so excited 
at hearing that there was there is to be a ball, she goes straight to Emma and she goes, "Oh, a ball!" in a in really trembling voice. Like yeah, 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 she does. And yeah. even Emma was looking at her, and she said that to Mr. Knightley. She said, "I never I saw never her saw excited her. excited like that about anything." I don't. I didn't like that. I didn't like her. It seems like she's excited about something. I thought. I think she was excited about being intimate. Uh, not intimate. <laughs> about being close to Frank. What are you saying? Cutting heat. <laughs> you know what? The cutting heat attitude. I would have understood with SCD Frank. Yeah. A bit. Like, he does give up that vibe. This one? Really? Yeah. yeah. What's he gonna do, pretty boyfriend? <laughs> Nothing. I'd like to touch on Mrs. and Mr. Knightley. Isabella and Mr. Knightley. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This one got them perfect. This one is the pretty little woman. That loves her husband. That loves her husband to excess. Clearly she loves him more than he loves her. You can nearly see it in this version. Yeah. Her husband, Mr. Knightley, has that rude thing. He says exactly what... No filter whatsoever. Nothing. Yeah, because it was different. You know, if everyone was benevolent and kind, it yeah, would have been too much. I dislike that. You see that his brother, Mr. Knightley, uh, would be able to manage his father-in-law better. That's why he could live with him. Definitely. John Knightley could yeah. never... Oh, so let's do the thing we did. It's a bit different in here. What? How these couples will grow out. We're oh. old, yeah. Oh, for sure, am I Mr. Knightley the best? Oh yeah, in this one, yeah. In this one, yeah. Because in this one, it doesn't. It's not based on anything superficial. Weirdly mm. enough, in the twenty twenty movie, it seemed like it was based on sex. I don't know why. It was amazing how they managed that yeah. without anything. I, I know without with what? Two things. Oh. Two butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Exa- your argument is very strong. <laughs> Very sculpted indeed. <laughs> I know. They set the tone. <laughs> they did set the tone from the get go. Oh man. But it was refreshing for once. Uh Isabella and Mr. Oh, Knightley. They're yeah, they're already they have a brood. What are they? <laughs> they're done. Although when whenever you see them, they're at their house. Yeah. I'm just happy not to have children. <laughs> Oh, with the shouty children. Horrible children. You know what the thing with a lot of children? I always imagine this them grown up. Like broody teenagers? No, not broody <laughs> Oh, Lord, no. This one you never imagined. This one you erase from your <laughs> imagination before. And then when it happens from your memory, forever. <laughs> like it's gone. <laughs> for yourself and for others, if you're a kind person. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. No, I imagine them like all adults. If it's mm. a good family, I feel happy if they grow up. If it's a good, solid family as we are. Yeah. You kind of feel, imagine the future would be good. They'd be oh. there for each other, a big brood, something like that. No, I think it's good. I think just it ruins your life. I mean, good for you to sacrifice <laughs> your life. <laughs> what? Lord in heaven. I like silence. You do. I like calm. <laughs> I like uh, cleanliness. <laughs> yeah, no sticky things. Yeah. About uh, the couples, we said. So who else is there? Robert Martin and Harriet. Not much I don't to think say. So. Yeah. Elton. Oh, he's Elton already... doesn't look happy. He's already miserable. And he's going to be more and more miserable with time. Deservedly so. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they added something here. Okay, so this is the last thing we'll talk about, right? I, I just remembered another couple. Oh, Jane Fairfax and Frank. I think they'll be good, these ones. No. Oh, really? I think there's no way for any woman, whoever she may be, yeah. to be happy with that fickle of a man. He's he's too unreliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone who insulted you in your face, uh, and it was so unnecessary, who gossiped mm. about you. It's over, it's over. Yeah, definitely right about that. He's like... Oh, I like something. I rem- you reminded me of something that I... Uh, yeah. That 
that is special to this uh, adaptation, and I almost forgot, when Emma says shame on him, I loved it, because oh, yeah. nobody yeah, shamed yeah, yeah. him ever. They, they forgave were always... him so quickly, I was angry at it. Yeah, he must... He must be confronted a bit with his actions. No, it was only not. Mr. Knightley. I didn't, and he didn't have a. He didn't have. He couldn't say it to his face because he didn't injure Mr. Knightley. Yeah. <laughs> what they call him in the other version? Silly uh, fop or something. Yeah, a trifling silly fop. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he is like it receives everything but trying. But here, she did say that he came in and acted so unengaged mm. when he was engaged, and that was such a player move, such a little thing to do, such a small-minded he, thing. He is small. <laughs> yeah, he is very small. <laughs> they added another thing. Okay, this is the last I'll say. They added that she predicted or or even thinks she managed her uh, sister her sister's yeah. wedding. I like that we went a bit back in time because we saw Emma, how she grew up a little bit. Yeah. We saw Emma thinking she's all-powerful. So you understand the young woman she becomes. I yeah, don't like great. the three children stuff. I don't like that. I didn't dislike it. It was a bit of a nice montage. I thought it was uh, yeah, not very well done. like Kind of uh, tragic. Because mm. Emma, for you to accept many things that are weird, like people talking alone in the streets and mm. you know all of that, it must be a light comedy. And here with this, it was yeah. one tragic sequence with a narrator with yeah. a voice that we never hear again. It's over. Yeah. A man. Okay. So that's Didn't strange. That. And they, I like the little scene when she says to her father, that she's um, lucky to have him as a father and not Mr. Weston, although she loves Mr. Weston now. Yeah. But because for the man at the time, and this adds to Mr. Uh, this is to the credit of Mr. Woodhouse, for the man at the time, it would have been completely acceptable to just get rid of his uh, children. Oh, yeah, ship them to some school. Actually, two girls. Two girls? Yeah. And the wife is gone? Yeah. No Remarry, need to marry, have an heir. You know, they add sometimes, they just add a sentence. A little scene. Yeah. Just Mr. Woodhouse saying, I'm a foolish man. It adds so much to the character. It adds so much mm. for someone to say. Or when she was going to see the to the sea. And he was crying. Ah, uh, it was such... You under, here you understand him more. Mm. So we think, think we are... Uh, well, we are done with the Emma adaptation. Definitely. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Definitely enjoy it. It was a very agreeable watch. Okay, okay so let's do favorite movie from each of the adaptations. To... You mean favorite scene? Yeah, favorite favorite scene from each one. Okay, go first because I kind of. Okay, the Gwyneth. Yeah, that's I don't I don't remember. Really, that. Gwyneth Pal Gwyneth Paltrow, right? I would say feel the pause. Feel but... the pause. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was feel the pause. Feel the pause. Feel the I'm gonna make a T-shirt of feel the pause. Oh, make me one. Uh, with a dog, are you gonna just do just a, a paw? paw. <laughs> yeah, a paw and feel the paw on a white t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do feel the paw on a white t-shirt. Oh, I love it! I know! I wear it all the time. Okay, that's the one. So we agreed on that. Yeah. Second one, the 2020, 2020. movie. For me, it's the bum heating. Oh, the bum heating was great, but for me it was the music scene. What music scene? Oh, with <gasps> Jane being a maze meister. <laughs> I love that one. What this about this one? one? I can't think of a favorite scene. You know, one of the the one I'm thinking about is Mr. Elton and the donkey. I saw that you loved that. Yeah, like sweating and suffering under the sun and the silly imbecile on top of the stupid donkey, the poor long-suffering donkey who didn't ask for that. Yeah, every scene about, uh, with Mrs. Elton, I love. She's so horrible. They added some... Okay, this is my last one and then we're done and then we're gone. <laughs> out of the cupboard when she calls uh, Mr. Woodhouse her old beau oh lord they added that yeah it wasn't in the book I loved it wait was she talking about Mr. Woodhouse yeah when she says 
Oh, here he comes. My old beau. He always compliments me about my dresses. And then Emma looks and who's... Wasn't she talking about her husband? No. I thought she was talking about her husband. No, Miss Woodhouse was leading the way. It was really? his house. Oh, Lord in heaven. And Emma looked at her like she just called my father an old beau. I would have slapped the mouth. She said, oh, look at him. Here he comes leading the way to come talk to me. And then he didn't come at <laughs> He wasn't coming talking to her. He didn't even look <laughs> at her. Silly imbecile. All right, so uh, we We're obviously done. loved it. Yeah, we and, did. And uh, we are planning on doing next week The Age of Innocence. The Age of Innocence, which we remember the movie vaguely. I do, at least. I do remember Oh, not vaguely. Amazing. I remember it very well. I, do, I remember some scenes very sharply for some reason. But next week we're not doing the movie, of course, as usual. Yeah. Now you know how it works. We do uh, the book first by Edith Wharton. So, yeah, see you next week. I mean, talk to you. I mean, hear us next you week. You know, whatever. whatever. <laughs>